0: Hi, I'm John. And I'm Paul. And this is the Minute Podcast.
1: If you give a mouse a cookie, I'm pretty sure he'd write a book. But give us 60 seconds of footage and we'll tell you where to look. With a concept this simplistic, it's hard to say if it'll last. But give us just a minute and we'll give you a podcast. The Minute Podcast. Great, thanks for joining us for another episode. As you probably know by now, the Minute Podcast is a weekly conversation between John and myself where we talk about our favorite small items from today, the past, or the future. John, what are we discussing today? Uh, Today we're going to be discussing teap-cut pigs, tiny robots, and
0: diminutive fruits.
1: Excellent. And this week's episode is brought to you by a series of words that I like to say but almost never get to use in conversation. Papist. Engorge. Ameliorate. Stratification, Salad Cream, Narcolepsy, (laughs) Insmallment, Ralph Macchio, and Beefcake Thundercrunch. To hear me say more words, continue listening to this episode today.
0: (laughs) All right, Paul. So first, uh, we always like to talk about our level of familiarity with these objects before Mm -hmm. uh, we go on to discuss them. Uh, What is your level of familiarity with... uh, Let's start with teacup pigs.
1: Sure. uh, I have never met one. I would like to. I have some theories about them. Okay. Um, but I'm Got more or less pigs. familiar. Yeah. Well, what all about right. you? Have you ever known uh, a teacup pig?
0: I mean, I think I'm a little bit less familiar with them than you are. Uh, I've seen them on the internet, uh, okay. but I, I don't know if I can classify, like, if I met a teacup pig, I don't mm-hmm. know if I'd be like, this is a small pig or this is a teacup pig. Excellent. Uh, okay. All right. So, tiny robots, Paul. What, you, what is your level of familiarity?
1: Oh, I don't know a lot. All right. So,
0: uh I think uh, this is one I'm a little bit stronger on. Like I okay. I know like I used to have like uh, this tiny robot that uh, l- looked like the bristles of a toothbrush. Uh, okay. and you could turn it on and it would, like run around. It was really cool. Oh, it was like that a sounds little, cool. little bug robot. Yeah. Uh, and finally diminutive fruits. Paul oh, I I love them. You love diminutive fruits. I love a small fruit. What about you? Now uh, and we'll get into this later, but I, yeah. I have some questions about diminutive fruits. So, like, I, I feel like that's going to be a controversial one.
1: Okay. Well, we can we can argue about that in a few minutes. Um, let's circle back absolutely. to teacup pigs then, John. All right. The first question I have, and it's one that I've seen on the internet a lot recently, is do they exist?
0: I have absolutely no idea.
1: I imagine
0: they do, but mm-hmm. only within our hearts.
1: Interesting. Uh, according to my extensive research, they do exist, but only for about a three-month period. At which oh point, God. they grow back into being a normal pig.
0: Oh my! Oh, Okay, thank God. <laughs> I thought this is going to be a very, <laughs> they, they very die depressing. Very yes. <laughs> no. Unfortunately, but, because of their size, their hearts give out at three months. And it's and adorable. Yeah, it's so, adorable and sad. Yeah, but uh, uh,
1: according to my extensive research, though, there are smaller breeds of pig, which mm-hmm. some people will call, or breeders might call a teacup pig, but they still get up to about 90 pounds, and there's no such thing as an adult pig species that stays under 90 pounds as the norm. So, I don't think they exist. Wow. So, like, that to me feels like a huge
0: lie, because, like, people, oh, yeah. like, pop, even, like, little pot-bellied pigs that can be pets, those get up to 90 pounds? Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, according that's, to the that's internet, a, that's a. I mean, like I get that pigs are probably denser than dogs. Mm-hmm. You know, like like they're, they're they're a lot of body. There's a lot of body on those pigs. Yep. Uh, and dogs, you know, they got fluffy hair. Pigs are hairy, as we've discussed in a previous episode.
1: We have, but, but not, it's a close hair. It is a close hair. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, so I wonder, like, uh, you know, a ninety pound dog is obviously going to be pretty big.
1: Like a Great Dane, maybe? Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, a 90-pound pig...
1: Wouldn't it have to pretty... be as big?
0: No, it wouldn't. It would be more condensed. Although, you do not want a 90-pound pig standing on you. Mm-mm. I mean, you don't want a 90-pound dog really standing on you, but like you could imagine it because it would be like spread out across their feet or whatever. Yep. Whereas pigs have those like little little pig hooves.
1: Yep, wouldn't be good. No. Well, John, th- the next question, then, is if we assume that they don't exist... Why are they? Why are teacup <laughs> pigs? Because they're
0: so fucking adorable, Paul. I think that's basically all we can do. Like they're an adorable lie, apparently.
1: Well, they are, and it's kind of—I guess—the best kind of lie. And since we agree on that, maybe we can just move on to—do you think they taste the same?
0: Oh yeah, they—they they taste like. Uh, I mean, like I feel like I'm—I'm I'm never gonna do this, uh-huh. but there's probably somebody out there that is just deep-fried a whole teacup pig. Ooh, and then that's just eat it, bones and all, or something. Yeah, uh, it feels like something the French would do.
1: Well, in Spain there is a dish called cochinillo, which, as we all know, is a young pig that they okay. cook uh, to such a tenderness that you can smash its head with a plate, oh. which they then demonstrate. Spain's a weird place, but okay. <laughs> um, but that, that's Never not been. a teacup pig. <laughs> that, that's just a baby pig, which okay. If we assume that teacup pigs teacup are pigs just baby, are baby pigs, maybe it's the same thing.
0: Then Spain eats teacup pigs. I assume they do.
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. Well, wow, a lot of lot of lot of controversy in this one. I I was not expecting this.
1: Would you ever own a teacup pig, then, John?
0: So, like, I've I've had conversation. Like, okay, first off, probably no. Not because I have any sort of dislike of pigs, but because I'm definitely the kind of person that's like. I've owned dogs before. I've raised dogs from puppies. Like, like I, I don't own a pet right now because I live in a series of apartments that seems to never end. Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, But the thing is, is like, if I was to get a pet, I'd probably get a dog. Uh, now, like, long term, like, if I'm looking at, like, a property, maybe some goats or something, I could see, like, getting, a, like, a, a fun pet pig or something like that that wouldn't necessarily sure. like live in the house but maybe like on the farm or something but uh yeah no i probably would not buy one they probably aren't great like, like i can't imagine trying to work in a pig into a rental agreement
1: that would be a hard sell yeah yeah how about you paul would you own one you know if they existed i would be tempted <laughs> just um, but if since they existed, i know, I know they that were part just of the deal always
0: They were always, meaning, like, the ideal, the plutonic, uh, the plutonic ideal of the teacup pig you would own.
1: Yeah, if I I could just get a tiny pig and it would stay a tiny pig, I'd be very tempted. But knowing that they don't exist, or suspecting that they don't exist, no, of course not. That's ridiculous.
0: Pigs uh, live for a pretty long time,
1: don't they? They do if you don't kill them and eat them. And they're (laughs) smarter than dogs, according to the same article. So, who's to say? (laughs) Which... Makes me wonder why, why we eat pigs. Know, because they're fucking delicious. What am they I are saying? delicious. It's a, uh, it's a classic yeah. dilemma. But, John, moving on then. Tiny robots. What's your favorite tiny robot that exists? My
0: favorite tiny robot that exists? Why don't you answer this one first? Because I, like, well, I feel like I haven't had enough time to dwell on tiny robots as a concept.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know if... This quite counts as a tiny robot, but mm-hmm. I do quite like the Roomba. It's um, a small robot. It is a small robot. I
0: feel like tiny, they they are tiny in the sense that like most robots are probably like industrial robots, right? So like mm-hmm. Roombas are significantly smaller than industrial robots.
1: It's true. Um, and it's the smallest robot that exists that I both like and can think of right now. Okay.
0: And do you own a Ro- Roomba?
1: No, I, I want one, but I worry that it would get like stuck on my bath mat or uh-huh. something. Also, they're more expensive than you would think.
0: Oh, they're very expensive. Uh, yeah. It's my understanding that you just don't buy a Roomba. You buy a, a, an Ecovac or something like that. Again, not a sponsor, but they could be if they wanted. They could. Uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> and I think like Anker has some robots that are cheaper or
1: something. No, they probably do.
0: I like to do it. I just don't trust technology enough to actually... like work so uh you know as as a person obsessed with technology mm-hmm. i hate it so okay. uh so I, i'm probably never going to invest I'm, I'm sooner going to have a pig than i probably will a a roomba or Ooh, interesting robot. twist uh yeah uh
1: but you never said john what is your favorite small extant robot
0: so my favorite small existing robot is probably a childhood toy that i had Mm-hmm. Called my pal Sam, okay, and my pal Sam was a robot that I fed cotton balls to, and he had Ooh. a clear spherical head with like a bunch of like uh like m- like movement based like facial features and stuff, mm-hmm. and I would feed him cotton balls, and so then his head just slowly filled with cotton, uh, whoa, yeah, and I'm not even sure if it was cotton balls or just like batting from like. Quilts or something. Mm. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so like, yeah. So he's my favorite robot. I I find him in like uh, the old toy box every once in a while when I go back home if I'm like helping my mom clean up, mm-hmm. and uh, and he's always like, "Hi, uh, my name's Sam." And then you play like basketball with his chest and like, oh,
1: excellent. Yeah, no, it's it sounds fun. like an excellent tiny robot. Oh, but yeah. what what about your favorite potential tiny robot that doesn't um, exist yet, but conceivably could
0: i mean i like the idea of having like nano robots that could be like my clothes or something like like that oh, i could just like have them like shift into different articles of clothing throughout the day or something like that like that'd be pretty cool because right now like i definitely dr- like dress for the utilitarian like i'm going to work so like all of my clothes pretty much have to be oriented towards being a. Uh, Know, high school art teacher whereas sure. like you know ideally i'd have a bigger wardrobe but because like at the end of the day i don't have space for a ton of clothes so like i don't but have if it was made of tiny money.
1: robots yeah
0: it could be any clothes oh. how about you paul
1: i like the idea of a smaller cheaper roomba
0: smaller cheaper roomba yeah. uh well then has amazon got a deal for you
1: <laughs> they might and they may even sponsor us next year so we'll have to see yeah of course. All right, John. Then, then our final topic area of diminutive fruits. Do you have a favorite diminutive fruit? Is
0: a is a date a diminutive fruit?
1: I'd put it on the border, but I'd say it's a small fruit, sure.
0: Small fruit. Then I like. I like dates. Uh, like I like. I like raisins. I oh, that's pretty like, small. Yeah. Yeah, I don't particularly like grapes though. It's a uh, fascinating. It's a. It's a. It's a. I don't know, the whole eyeball discussion from Ricky O episode kind of just, mm. like, comes into my head every time I try and eat a grape, so.
1: Well, it's in my head too now, so thank you.
0: <laughs> You're welcome. And yep. Welcome to never eating grapes. Uh, how about you, Paul? What's your favorite diminutive fruit?
1: You know, very few times in my life have I eaten a kumquat, mm-hmm. but every time I have, they have been very small and I've enjoyed it quite a bit. So my so- favorite diminutive fruit is the kumquat.
0: Kumquat, nice. Are cuties a diminutive fruit? Like, like, I, where's the well, border? Well, I, I feel
1: like they are a smaller version of an orange or even of a clementine. Yeah. So in that way, they're diminutive of those things. Yeah, I think we can call okay. that a diminutive fruit. Okay.
0: Is there such a thing as a small pineapple? Not that I'm aware of. I'm not sure why I'm talking about it because I hate pineapple, so it would not be <laughs> uh, my favorite small fruit. However, I, I, like okay. I just want to see a small pineapple. Okay. Uh, I mean, I can... could you eat a pineapple that's just like starting
1: to grow? I don't think it would be very pleasant at all. No, probably not. Right?
0: Huh.
1: But maybe well, I could, don't want to. And that so... would be a diminutive pineapple.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It gets good.
1: Well, then the uh, the logical follow up, John, is if you could create a diminutive form of any fruit, what would it be? Huh. Apples. Tiny apples?
0: I mean, I feel like that'd be, like, especially, like, an, a good tart apple. Ooh, like, yeah. I could see that being, like, an amazing, like, after-school after, after school snack. Like, I, I, like, I'm getting out of work, I just, like, have a bag of tiny apples, and I just, mm-hmm. like, pop mm-hmm. them in my mouth. That'd uh, be all right. Yeah, and i I feel like I feel like it'd be very tart and delicious and sweet and a good you know sugar burst at the end of the you know near near the you know waning end of the day.
1: How yeah, that'd be them? nice. I would really like a tiny cantaloupe that was small enough that you would be expected to eat the rind. Okay. Because you can already get a small cantaloupe like the size of a an orange, say. Yeah, but. You still have to peel it and all, so I want it small enough that you can just pop it in your mouth like a kumquat.
0: Are we talking like okay? So we're talking kumquat size. We're talking not really like, not little, like, not like M M&M and M size.
1: No, not quite that small. All right, but pretty little.
0: Like it would be like a hand fruit, or would it be like uh?
1: It'd be smaller. We'd be yeah. uh smaller than a clementine. All right. That's have you ever eaten one. a tiny banana?
0: No, there's tiny bananas. I there's thought bananas, tiny bananas were bananas. all like genetic clones of one another or something ridiculous like that the kind
1: so, of like... bananas that you see most often in the u.s are but okay. i w- i was in a uh, trip to honduras a few years ago and they had these tiny bananas they were a completely different kind and they were so cool so little wow. and did they taste of banana they did but somehow a little bit sweeter okay i dig that they called them magnum which i thought was hilarious
0: it's is it one of those ironic names like tiny for a big like mobster type guy?
1: I didn't ask because my Spanish is not that good. <laughs> is it isn't it an ironic name in Spanish? Es un nombre uh, irónico. Yeah. Doesn't I, I, somehow I don't think they would have understood? No, probably not. Um,
0: well, so, John, yeah, um, maybe it's because you just were eating bananas at that time.
1: That's probably what it was. It was like <laughs> exactly. That's me speaking Spanish, eating a banana. (laughs) Man, we're good at this. Great radio. All right, well, John, uh, thank you for joining me for another episode (laughs) of the Minute Podcast. This episode, we really want to be sure to thank John Ward for editing every episode of this. I don't do any of it. If you want to support the Minute Podcast, you can review the Minute Podcast on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. Reach out to us at theminutepodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at MinutePod, or uh, just find us on Facebook. As always, hosted by Paul Reberg and John Ward, produced by John Ward, with theme music by Paul Reberg. We will see you uh, next week for another episode. Bye. Holy crap, you made it to the end. We'll be back next week to do it all again. Until then, be well and be sure to take a minute. The Minute Podcast.
0: And this is The Minute Podcast. No, it's not. Hi, I'm John. And I'm Paul. And this is the minute minute (laughs) cop. All right, let's do this again.
1: (laughs) This might be the most takes we ever do for the worst.
0: Third times the charm. Let's do it. All
1: right, all right. (laughs)
0: Wait, let me. All right, all right. Hi, I'm John. And I'm Paul. And this is the <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, okay, how do we say that word? Minute. Do you minute. The minute Minute. Minute podcast. Like as in my okay?
1: Alright. So last time, I swear. All okay. Right.